What is up everyone? It's Quinn here. And in today's video, I'm going to be talking about one must draft player in every single round of your fantasy football drafts. So I'm going to be going through the top 12 rounds of ADP and then just locating one player who I think is kind of like the best value in that specific round. If you guys enjoy the video, do me a huge favor, hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. And let's just get right into it. So we're going to start off in round one. And I would say my must draft player in round one is going to be Bijan Robinson. In my personal rankings, I have a clear top seven. It's Jefferson, Chase, CMC, Bijan, Eckler, Tyreek Hill, and Cooper Cup. I have a pretty clear top three, you know, with that Jefferson, Chase, CMC group. And then I do think those running backs, wide receivers can kind of get flipped around, um, you know, like especially in uh, PPR leagues. But I do have Bijan Robinson right now as my number four player. So he's currently going at pick eight. If I can get my number four guy at pick eight, I think he's a really solid value. I think probably at latest, he should be going at seven. So still would end up being a decent value. And I have gotten some comments like, why is Bijan ranked so high? He's a rookie. We haven't seen him play. And, you know, like straight up, the track record of top 10 running back picks is really strong in year one for fantasy football. Bijan Robinson is the best running back prospect we've seen since Saquon Barkley. And then the other factor that I feel like seems to be flying under the radar a little bit is that the running back position is kind of lacking elite upside. At least over the last two seasons, we haven't had a running back average 22 points per game or more since 2020. Um, That's like if we're not counting Derrick Henry's half season, where I think he was at like 24 points per game through uh, eight games. But, you know, like, I don't know if we're counting that. Not a full season. In 2020, we had two running backs average over 24 points per game. You also had Christian McCaffrey at like 30 points per game, but only played in like three games. 2019, you had CMC at 29.4. 2018, you had five running backs at 23 plus points per game. You had eight average 20 plus. We're just kind of in a spot at the running back position where it's a little bit weak in terms of upside. Like you have Christian McCaffrey, who seems to be like the most likely top running back pick. I do think he deserves to be a top three option. And I do think he has some nice upside. And then you have Austin Eckler, who's been like a 21 point per game guy over the past two seasons. But you have some of these other high ceiling options in previous years, Alvin Kamara, Dalvin Cook. Those guys have kind of fallen off. The up and coming guys like Jonathan Taylor, Brees Hall, like Brees Hall coming off the ACL, now with Delvin Cook in that backfield, Jonathan Taylor, pup list, um, family issue, issue with the Colts. There's just also a lot going on with these younger options. So I just think there's this nice window for Bijan to come in. I think he can produce from year one, and I'm really just not going to be scared off by him, especially if you can get him in like the mid to late first round. So Bijan Robinson's my must draft guy in round one. Then moving into round two, we're going to have Amon Ross St. Brown. If push came to shove, I'd be willing to draft Amon Ra at the 10th overall spot. I have him as my wide receiver six this season behind Stefan Diggs. In his healthy games last year, he averaged 19 PPR points per game. His target competition is still very limited, and he's only heading into year three, so he's likely still getting better as a player. You've got guys like CeeDee Lamb, A.J. Brown, Devontae Adams. These guys are going at picks 12 through 14, like at worst. Amon Ra should be thrown into that mix, right? He should be somewhere in like that 12 to 15 area. Instead, he's going at pick 18 in the mid-second round. I think if you draft him here in the mid-second, you're getting a first-round wide receiver at a major, major discount. So huge fan of Amon Ra in the second round. And then moving into round three, we're going to have Calvin Ridley. 
And according to consensus ADP, Ridley is the last pick of the third round. I think if you're getting him into three, four turn, I know on some platforms, he's even going like round four, maybe even later. He's going to be a great value if you're getting him like third round, late third round or later. I have him as my 23rd overall player. It's just very, very rare that you're able to draft a wide receiver whose last full season was the wide receiver four in points per game, and you're getting him outside the second round. Like that just does not happen. Um, Plus he's arguably going to like a better offense and is 28 years old. Like it's not like he's in a terrible situation or is going to fall off the age cliff. He's still likely, you know, pretty much in his prime. So I think he is a smash pick in the late third round or later. And then moving into round four, we have Keenan Allen. And I do acknowledge there is definitely some risk in drafting Keenan Allen. He's 31 years old and coming off a season where he missed seven games. And there was also like banged up leaving early and a few others. So there is definitely some risk. But at his wide receiver 19 mid fourth round price, I really still think he's a great pick here. Keenan Allen's worst finish in the past six seasons was the wide receiver 13 in points per game. He's averaged 16 plus PPR points per game in all six of those seasons. And when we look at his healthy games last year, he almost averaged 20 points per game. He averaged 19.7 points per game when he was healthy. So he still showcased a ceiling and just barring a significant drop off in play, I think he still smashes this ADP. You're in a spot where if he just stays at the same level, he's gonna hit for you. If he regresses, he can still pay off for you. You're kind of just, you know, hoping he doesn't experience a very steep fall off, which I guess is not impossible. But I think with where you're drafting him, it's like a risk that I'd be willing to take. Um, And we're going to stick around at the wide receiver position in round five. Favorite value is going to be Christian Watson. And when we're looking at these guys in like the fringe wide receiver two territory, Christian Watson is just the kind of player I want to take a bet on here. Um, Like instead of drafting the guys who kind of consistently finish in this area, uh, back end wide receiver two, high end wide receiver three, I'll just take a swing here on Christian Watson's ceiling. He averaged 17.2 points per game in the last eight games of the 2022 season. He does have a quarterback downgrade going from Rodgers to Love, but I don't think that like buries Christian Watson for fantasy. Still a guy who's going to be like a big play machine. Um, You know, like he can turn a 10 yard pass into a 60-yard touchdown. He's that type of athlete. So I have Christian Watson as my wide receiver 21 and like a mid-fourth round pick. So if I'm getting him in the mid-fifth round, that just feels like a pretty solid pick for me. And then round six, we've got another wide receiver, and it is going to be Mike Williams. And I think when we look back, um, you know, like once I do all my redraft drafts this year, I would be pretty surprised if Mike Williams was not my most owned player. He's being drafted as the wide receiver 26, I have Williams as my wide receiver 19 and just straight up when Mike Williams has been healthy over the past two seasons, he's been a fringe fantasy wide receiver one, his 15 healthy games in 2021 averaged 16.1 points per game. Then in 2022, he averaged 15.2 points per game. When you remove the two games, he played under a 40% snap share. I'm expecting a big bounce back from Justin Herbert and this passing attack as a whole for the chargers, you know, just like I was buying into Keenan Allen definitely buying into Mike Williams. And for me, he is just a very, very easy pick to make in round six. Um, Now moving into round seven, I couldn't decide between these two players. Um, I ended up going with both Alvin Kamara and Marquise Brown. I think you have a great running back and a great wide receiver option in this range. Starting off with Kamara, 
I kind of feel like people are just overreacting to this suspension. Like three games, obviously it's not ideal, but it's definitely not a deal breaker for fantasy. Like we see dudes miss three plus games all the time at the running back position. Obviously it's not like built into their season, but I still think it's, you know, not terrible. I don't think it should totally cripple his fantasy value. Just last season, Camara was the running back 13 in points per game with bad touchdown production. I know they added Jamal Williams, drafted Kendra Miller, but I still think Kamara should dominate the receiving work. He should have a role on the ground. And we're seeing guys like Miles Sanders, Alexander Madison, Cam Akers. These guys are going in round five. If those guys are going in round five, I will gladly pass on them there and snag a guy like Alvin Kamara in the seventh round. And then the other must-draft option in this round is going to be Marquise Brown. I'd be willing to take Marquise Brown in the fifth. So getting him in the seventh, obviously a deal. Uh, Before he broke his foot in the 2022 season, he was averaging 18.3 points per game through the first six games of the season. With DeAndre Hopkins gone, he's going to be the clear-cut wide receiver one. Right now, he's being drafted as the wide receiver 34. I think he can pay off at that price with Colt McCoy at quarterback. If Kyler gets back early in the season, I think he becomes an even better pick. So I'm very in on uh, Hollywood Brown this season. Now in round eight, we're going to get into some younger options here, starting with Jackson Smith and Jigba in round eight. I did a full video talking about must draft rookies yesterday. Uh, So I talked about JSN in there. I went super in depth on all these like uh, rookie first year wide receivers. So eighth round, even if he has target competition with DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, it's just a spot where I'm willing to take a very talented wide receiver. And then same thing in round nine. I've got Zay Flowers and Quinton Johnston. So two more guys I talked about yesterday. I think Flowers has a shot to be the Ravens wide receiver one. And then you have Johnston stepping into what I think is going to be one of the best passing attacks in the NFL. I think he can pay off just operating as the wide receiver three, but I also think he has some upside injury to Keenan Allen, injury to Mike Williams. You step into the wide receiver two spot, or he's just so good they can't deny him playing time. And all three of those dudes can eat on the same offense. Moving into round 10, the must-draft player is going to be Elijah Moore, and I just think he is a great pick in the double-digit rounds. I understand he completely flopped last season, no denying that. I was very in on him for fantasy. Even during the season, I thought he was a nice buy-low option. It was the wrong call, but I'm definitely buying back in this season. He still is a guy who flashed legit talent in year one. Moore averaged 18.9 points per game in the last six games of his rookie season. Like that's wildly impressive for a rookie in a great situation. He did it in a poor Jets offense with bad quarterback play. Um, Like I just don't think you flash that kind of potential as a rookie and then just have nothing left in the tank. Like I'm just not really going to buy into that. He's going to be the Browns wide receiver too. He's received really strong reports out of camp. I kind of think this was just a situation where it didn't work out with the Jets. I think he can have a great career somewhere else. So at this price, definitely willing to buy in on a guy who has clearly showcased that he has some serious potential at the wide receiver position. Then in round 11, I have Rashad Bateman, and I've been a big Rashad Bateman guy over the past two seasons. Liked him as a prospect, liked him heading into year one, liked him heading into year two, going to be buying back in here in year three. He has shown flashes throughout his NFL career, but he really just hasn't stayed healthy enough to string together strong performances. I think this wide receiver room is very wide open. I know I talked about Zay Flowers, but I don't think that means you can't throw multiple darts in this wide receiver room. I think Bateman is very talented. He was a great prospect. You've got Odell Beckham there turning 31 um, during the season, coming off his second ACL tear. 
Like, I don't know how heavy I can buy in on OBJ. And then Zay Flowers, like I said, I do like him, but he's also a rookie. Does he take a year to kind of adjust? Rashad Bateman is that guy with NFL experience. I just think the Ravens are going to be more pass heavy. And I think at least one, maybe two of these wide receivers are going to be solid fantasy options. So in round 11, definitely willing to throw a dart at Rashad Bateman. And then in round 12 here, there are some decent options in this range. I went with Tyler Algier as my favorite pick. Honorable mention to Ezekiel Elliott and uh, Damian Harris. If Damian Harris didn't have Latavius Murray looking pretty decent, I would have gone with him. Um, I think Zeke probably is a better opportunity to get week-to-week potential, but I think Algier is like better when it comes to handcuffs. I do think Algier will be one of the most valuable handcuffs in the NFL. The Falcons are probably going to be one of the most run-heavy teams in the league, and they also showed towards the end of last season that they would potentially be willing to use Algier in a workhorse role in the last four games of the 2022 season. He averaged 17.1 points and 19.8 carries per game. So they really just unloaded that workload on him. I think Bijan's going to have a strong workload. Bijan goes down, Tyler Algier steps in, and is probably at worst like a running back two for you in your fantasy lineups. So those are going to be my must-draft player in every single round of your fantasy drafts. How are you feeling about these players? Do you agree that these are nice values at their current position? Let me know down below in the comment section. Um, I'm also going to do a video tomorrow about like do not drafts in each round. It's like my least favorite value in every round. So go check that one out um, if you are interested. But thank you all for stopping by and I will see you in the next one.